Welcome to the Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Mystic Access Podcast. She's Kim. He's Chris. And... We have something magical to talk about. We do, and happy. Don't forget happy. <laughs> could it be a small world? Hmm, maybe. Or could it be a magical kingdom or something like that? Something like that. So that's going to be our main topic, and you can sit here and think about what that is. But before that, we have a very important announcement to let you know about. And you probably already know this, but this is just to let you know so you'll know for sure. If you are planning on buying anyone else Mystic Access Christmas presents or holiday gifts of any sort, let's hope you've done it by now. <laughs> because as of the release of this podcast episode, you're a little late. Getting them in time for Christmas is something we cannot guarantee. Now you have different shipping options. If you want to spend over $35 and have free shipping though, we cannot guarantee that your present is going to arrive in time for Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa, etc. Please, please understand that's just not something we can guarantee at this point in the year. Certainly, you're welcome to buy for IOU presents or buy something fun for yourself. And, of course, Chris, we have a new option that might make this a little easier and keep someone out of trouble this holiday season. Yes. Now on the digital products, especially for the digital products, because you've been able to send physical products for a while to anybody you wanted just by putting their address in. But for digital products, there was really no way to gift a product for somebody else, but now there is. So let's say you want to gift the Amazon Echo tutorial to a friend. You can gift this product, and then during the checkout process, it'll ask you for their email address, and then it will email them a link for them to purchase the product. However, you've already purchased it, so they're not really purchasing anything. So when they click the link, it adds the product that you bought for them to the cart, and basically zeroes it out. This means that you can purchase the product for somebody else and they can redeem it whenever they wish to, which is really, really nice. And don't forget, if you have no idea what they want, you always have the ability to buy them a Mystic Access gift card. We have Christmas, we have Hanukkah, and we have Just Because. And we have others as well, so Definitely feel free to check out our selection. These are virtual gift cards, so nothing will be shipped to your loved ones. And you will be able to put in a customized message and send that off via email. Absolutely. It's a nice nice way to purchase a product for somebody if you're not sure. You know they want, they want something, but mm -hmm. you're not sure what they want. Yeah, so if you're too late for hardware and you want another option, these are things that you may want to think about. The other thing to note is we'll be around to take orders for the next few days, but please know that very soon we're going to be off for our own holiday festivities. Doors will essentially be closed on Friday afternoon through the end of the year. So that is Friday, December 20th, end of day. So that's 5 p.m. Eastern time. 
for your phone orders. Of course, if you want to order on the website, no problem. If you do run into issues that we can help you fix briefly via email between then and, say, I don't know, the 22nd or something, feel free to just drop us a note. But please know that we may not be able to get back to you. Things are getting crazy around that time of year, and we may or may not be around to respond to your messages. So please just keep that in mind and know that we will get back to you as soon as possible. New Year's Day is on Wednesday, so we will be back in the office on January 6th, which is a Monday. So we will be back then to resume Mystic Access operations. But before January 1st, you will also receive another podcast. We'll give you a little preview at the end, kind of let you know something fun that's coming up in that podcast. So, yes, it will be on New Year's Eve. So, if you have nothing else that you want to do that night and you want to listen to the podcast, you are very welcome to do so. We would love to ring in the new year and ring out the old with you. So, we are recording this a little bit ahead of time. For those that were under a rock for the past week, you know that (laughs) a certain streaming service, Disney Plus, was just released to the public. And Kim and I were able to take it for a spin on a couple of our devices. Having said that, at the time of this recording, I have not used it on all of my devices. So I have not used it on the Apple TV, and I have not used it on a couple of other devices as well. As of this recording, it's still fairly new. Has it even been a week? It's not even been a week yet? It's not even been a week, no. came out, so... What we hope will happen, and one of the reasons we're doing this as kind of an experiment, is to see by the time this podcast comes out, how things have changed and evolved in terms, particularly, of accessibility of Disney+. Plus. So, kind of anxious to find out about that, as right now there are several kinks. Now, is that going to keep me from spending money at the end of my seven-day free trial? No, it is not. (laughs) I'm going to stay a member for at least several months, and I'm really looking forward to it because there's stuff on here I haven't seen in 30 years. It's going to be a lot of fun and really looking forward to it, and there's more to say about that. But Disney Plus, of course, for those of you who don't know, is the new service, obviously, that has just been started by Disney. It does not just include the Disney movies themselves. It also includes Pixar and National Geographic. So if you are into that sort of thing, you will be particularly pleased. And the service is, I think, six ninety nine a month. Does that sound it, right? It is, but you're also forgetting it's including all of the Marvel stuff. Yep. It's including the Star Wars stuff. So if you're a Star Wars fan or a Marvel fan, you have access to those movies to stream whenever you wish. And there's the new original Mandalorian series? Yes, there is. So there's a lot of stuff out there. There's stuff from the vaults. They're also doing a lot of originals. Some new original programming strictly for the Disney Plus service. So there is a lot, and I do mean a lot, in this app, which is pretty exciting. Now, when you and I signed up, we had a weird thing happen to us, and hopefully it isn't still happening. But when you went into the App Store, for instance, on iOS, and typed in Disney Plus, or Disney, you weren't able to find the app, which was very strange. Well, when I went in the other day, I didn't type it, but it was right there on the Today screen. Yeah, but you can't always guarantee that it's going to be listed on the Today screen. The Today screen changes every day. It does, but I'm sure by now you can search for it and find it. I hope so, because the way we ended up having to do it is through a link. That was kind of unfortunate. 
you could, I suppose, if you can't find it, search for a link online and open that on your phone. We also did it an hour and a half after it was released, so I can kind of see why we had that issue. I know, but I was a little concerned because I tried it again later that day or maybe the next day and had the same problem. I'm not sure what was going on at that point. I hope it still isn't occurring so that none of you will have to experience that. Because it can be weird if you can't find an app (laughs) to figure out how you're supposed to get it to download it. The app itself, of course, is free. The subscription is an in-app purchase, so please keep that in mind as well. You can kind of check it out a little bit before you subscribe, but you can't watch any content. Right. Well, you have to log in and get a free trial. Right. You either start your free trial and sign up, or you log in with an existing account. Yeah. So the only thing you're really able to see is the login information. But that does work accessibly, so you don't have to worry about that. I did it all on my phone. That wasn't a problem. It just worked. So you log in, And you can get a seven-day free trial, which, of course, you can cancel before the end of the seven days if you wish to do so. Now, in terms of the app, as we said, there's a whole bunch of stuff in here. And the way they have it, if you have some of these other streaming services like your Netflix or your Hulu, you will see some similarities in terms of layout. You will have different categories from which to search. There are also sections specifically for Disney, Pixar, and National Geographic. So you can go into those. One of the things that you see on the home screen are, as I said, different categories. And if you're on Android, you just swipe left and right to go through items in these various categories. Right. Just like you would, it's basically a list. And you're able to find what you're looking for, and you're able to easily play it. So, for instance, you might see recommended for you. And you'll see some stuff. And obviously, when you haven't watched any content, you're all going to have the same thing. Almost every list I've ever seen has The Mandalorian in it, because it's the new big thing. (laughs) Whether you like it or not. (laughs) Whether you like it or not, you're probably going to see it in your list. So, you know, if you don't, that's not your thing. If you, like Chris, have hated Star Wars for the last few years, now that they've, well, I won't spoil it for anyone who doesn't know what's been going on in the franchise, but, you know, some people are a little jaded, or a lot jaded by this point, so they aren't as into the new stuff, but... I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that I hate it, hate it, I would... <laughs> really? I think it depends on when we ask you. <laughs> I guess it might depend on what they end up doing with this next movie. Mm. Let's just kind of leave it at that. I don't know. I think they've done enough damage. They, I, Yeah, well. <laughs> you know, I don't know if I want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen The Last Jedi, but come on. you know. Anyway, point being, you're going to see The Mandalorian in your lists. But if you're on Android, you'll see the list and you'll see the items in the list. So you just swipe, swipe, swipe. And if you find something you want to watch, you go to a detail screen. From that detail screen, you're able to play. You're able to find out a summary of what the item is all about. So if you haven't seen it before, you get an idea. You'll see the length of the program you're about to watch. If it is a series, you'll be able to see different episodes, and you can tap to find out more information about any particular episode. So there's a lot of stuff on the detail screen, and then you can play. If, however, you're on iOS... What you have for the different categories are pickers. (laughs) Let's talk about the pickers. Yeah, the pickers are a little weird. Yeah. Because you're, at least as we stated, currently as of this recording, which is done in the middle of November, 
just so that we have a time frame in, yep. in place in case by the time the podcast is out, they fix this. But Yep, it's it, November 18th right now. Right. And it seems to be giving you the wrong item when you click on the picker. So if you pick something, let's say I pick The Mandalorian. If I pick The Mandalorian that's in a, a list of other shows, then it might pick something else instead of The Mandalorian. I started something and I'm like, this isn't The Mandalorian. I don't know what this is. And it turned out to be the thing either above or below the item that I was looking for. So it was kind of picking the wrong thing. So that was a little disconcerting. But again, things are going to probably change and hopefully change faster just because by the time this podcast does hit the shelves or hit your downloads, it will be a month into the Disney Plus. Yeah, we're certainly hoping this changes because it's like the picker is off. And the interesting thing is, of course, it doesn't start auto-playing because you're just on the details screen. So you actually have to find play to begin playback. But you're going to know immediately if you're on the wrong screen because you're going to see a title and you're going to go, wait, that's not what I picked. I was trying to pick the Sword in the Stone in one of those pickers recently and could not do it. No matter where I went in the pickers, I was unable to do it. And it seems like some of the pickers wrap and others don't, which makes it a little more confusing. So that's something to keep in mind. It doesn't always not work. Sometimes you will go to the right thing. Sometimes you won't. So if you want to be absolutely sure of what you're watching, if you find something in a picker that interests you and you can't get to it, your best idea is to go to the search tab. That's another thing to talk about. We'll get to that. And you can actually do a search and find what you want that way and you can accurately reach it. I did that this morning. I was searching for the series Boy Meets World from the early 90s just because I was kind of curious. I know that it's a Disney property and I had heard through the grapevine that it was on the Disney Plus service. So I did a search for Boy Meets World and it was the first result, and I was able to start playing from the first episode, which was kind of cool. So I just found it, hit play, and it started playing. But that brings us to playback. <laughs> and here we come to another glitchy issue. In Android, all you can do is play and stop or play and pause. I had to play, and then I had to use the talk back back gesture in order to go back. So there's really no way to pause it without actually going back and, and closing out the video that I could find. And I, I was only playing with it for a few minutes, but I couldn't find any play controls that I could forward through or reverse through. On iOS, it's a little bit stranger, actually, because oh, yeah. you can't see the play controls either, which you normally would be able to see on the iOS device. The things that are there are unlabeled currently. But and they don't have even, to... right, but they don't even say they're unlabeled. You just have to kind of guess. Well, you do have to kind of guess. You kind of have to tap on the screen and see what shows up. And you can load play controls that way, but they only stay loaded for like 2.2 seconds. <laughs> right, you have to be, right, you have to be very fa fast. And then they disappear. They vanish. And this is the same issue with audio description, with turning on either closed captions or audio descriptions. Again, the same thing happens. You have to tap somewhere on the screen and hope that you'll get that menu. And then you have to tap really, really fast in order to get what you want. And when I say really, really fast, I'm talking less than five seconds fast. It is a very short window of time. 
that this is happening with. So I got really lucky and managed to turn on my audio descriptions on my phone, but I wasn't sure it was going to happen because it is super fast that you have to move through there. The funny thing of this Disney Plus app is that we're talking about all the inaccessibility or not really the kind of quirkiness of the app thus far. The most pleasant experience that I've had with Disney Plus thus far has been on my Roku. And I had a heck of a time signing in because the keyboard kept disappearing. But once I signed in, it was probably, like I said, the most pleasant experience. I was able to very easily turn on audio descriptions. I was able to find what I wanted to. Things were buttons. I was getting index counts like one of 30 and things like that. So I was getting all that information. And for me, at least, that was the most pleasant experience. I played with it for about five minutes on fire, and I did have a decent experience as well. So a lot of this is going to depend on your device. I specifically talk phone a lot because I know a lot of you have phones from either Android or iOS. So that may be one of the ways that you plan to use it. The good news is, for instance, if you turn on audio description, it will sync across devices. So if you can do it once, you don't have to touch it again, which is great. (laughs) So, So anything that does have audio description, audio description will play. And that's another nice surprise. There is a lot with audio description. Probably my very favorite Disney movie of all time is the original Beauty and the Beast. They had a whole lot of really terrible, (laughs) I don't know, you you guys may have thought they were good, and they were cute, okay, don't get me wrong, but when you compare them to the actual original film, you know, whatever, you know what they say about sequels sometimes, but anyway, they had a lot of sequels, let's put it that way, and one of them I bought on VHS back in the day, on VHS back in the day, when it came out, and I was able to watch it, it was the Bell's Enchanted Christmas, I think was the actual title. And I watched that the other night, and it had audio description. So it was quite fun to watch that after many years with audio description. So it did add a new element to the film, and I'm looking forward. I know there was at least one other sequel, so I'm looking forward to watching that and seeing if it has audio description as well. A lot of the new stuff, the live-action stuff, so Dumbo, Lady and the Tramp, a lot of that has audio description. So you can check that out. There are a ton of documentaries. There's one called The Imagineering Story, which I don't know. I haven't played it yet to see if it has audio description. Now, there are also things like shorts. And I watched a couple of the Toy Story shorts, but they did not have audio description. So it's really going to depend on what you watch. If you watch something like Frozen or Finding Dory or some of these other things, you're going to have no issue you will have audio description. Some things you just won't. So it's kind of interesting to see what has it and what doesn't. The trick is just getting it turned on (laughs) so that you'll be able to access that. I was really surprised. I did a search because there's a Muppets category because, of course, Disney owns the Muppets. Yep. And I found the Muppets Treasure Island, which was released in 1996, and I pressed play on it. And to my surprise, there were audio descriptions. I was not surprised by that. There is also a new Muppet Babies cartoon for those who were as obsessed as I was in the early 80s with Muppet Babies. And those are not audio described. So it really is going to depend on what you pick and what you watch. Now, speaking of what you watch, another important thing to note about that is there isn't like a recently watched thing. 
you access that by adding things to your watch list. So if there's something you are watching and you want to come back to easily or you want to watch and kind of bookmark for watching later, the easiest way to do that is to add to your watch list. And that is accessible. You do it from the detail screen for the item you want to watch. It's kind of like adding to your favorites. It's mm -hmm. kind of the same thing, but it doesn't do like what some of these other services do where if you stop watching something, there's a recently added or, rec you know, what you've recently watched list, and then you could pick from that list. That's not how this works. Mm -mm, there's not a tab or anything to find that information. I hope they add that because that's a feature I would really like because I do that a lot where I'll find something, I'll start it for a couple minutes knowing that I'm going to stop it and go back to it. I would really also like to see those play controls be accessible because I'm bad to start watching something, watch for 30, 45 minutes, and then stop and then come back to it later in the day when I have more time. And I might want to rewind for, you know, 60 seconds or 90 seconds or something to kind of reorient myself to where I was. And right now, that's kind of hard to do. Now, one way you can do it, you can lock your lock screen. This is on iOS. And you can back up. There's a, I think it's 10-second rewind and 10-second fast-forward that you can do. And that will take you back. But that can get really tedious depending on how far you want to go back. So I would like to see those controls and the track slider be a little more accessible. Actually, be a lot more accessible because right now it's almost impossible to use. So it would be really nice if that was accessible. The other thing, I just mentioned a watch tab or a recently watched tab that Chris was saying he'd like to see. I would like to see the tabs down at the bottom, if not say they're tabs, at least, I don't know, I would like to see a little something different there. Because there are tabs along the bottom. They don't say they're tabs. You have home, you have... I think settings and watch list. You have a couple more. There are three or four down there. I don't remember them offhand either. No either, but you have a lot of variety that you can check out. The National Geographic section is wild. You can find a lot of Nat Geo Wild shows. So if you're into the vet shows, which I really like, you can check those out. To my knowledge, none of those have audio description associated with them. So if you're into Dr. Pole or Dr. Oakley or Dr. K, you know, you've got those vets and a whole lot of shows available through the National Geographic section. I found this really cool one the other day on King Cobras. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I was like, ooh, this is, this is wild. They captured a couple of King Cobras and they put tracking devices in them. And they were able to follow them back to their lair because there's a lot of things that people don't know about that snake. And they were trying to learn how to do that. And it was it was really, really fascinating to did see. Did it have audio description? It did not. Yeah. But you really didn't need them. Mm -mm. Sometimes documentaries you might need descriptions for. But the most part, if it's narrated quite well... I don't think you really need them. I was listening to a documentary, and I'm probably going to get blasted for this one. <laughs> but I was listening to a documentary that had audio descriptions. And for me, the audio descriptions were more distracting than they were worth. Every time a person spoke, you'd have the audio description saying who the person was, and then another person would come in. It was just like, oh, I, I was just overload or something. I don't know what it was. But for me, it was more distracting than it was helpful. Yes, they were helpful when nobody was talking and they were playing music and stuff. But for me, when they were switching between people, although it's good to know who is actually speaking, but... 
I don't know. It was just it just seemed a little distracting to me. I really like to know who's speaking, especially, you know, if they did it for the first 10 or 15 minutes of a documentary. I kind of like that information. I kind of like to know, okay, well, this person is related to this person who's the star of the documentary or, you know, whatever. For instance, The Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, I think that was the name of the documentary, the Mr. Rogers documentary that yes, right. was available. I liked knowing this is Joanne, his wife, and this is one of his sons, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, it can be helpful to have the information, but it, again, like you said, it depends on the show. It depends on how it's described. Some of these nature shows, though, I would really like to have some audio descriptions. So you kind of know what the critters are doing at any given time. You don't always, if you don't have a narrator, if you don't have a wildlife watcher or whatever who's narrating this stuff, you know. Another thing to note is when you go into the search tab, you have categories in there, too. So if you want to search by princesses or Star Wars or whatever, you have some search options available even in the search screen. So it's not just a search. That's true. You can browse in there as well. So you've got lots of options. I guess the last thing I want to speak to in terms of this is pricing. We mentioned that it's like six ninety nine a month. But there's also an annual subscription, which actually could save you quite a bit of money if you decide this is something you want. Yeah, you basically get two months for free because it's six ninety nine a month or it's $69 a year. So that's cool. You know, if that's something that you decide, I love this, I never want to be without it, then you can get a year's worth and have it available to you. Are they the only ones that do years? You can do a year if you want Prime Video, you know, which comes with Prime. True. So that's an option. I don't know, though. I mean, a lot of places do do years, so that's awesome and handy. But in terms of the streaming TV or film, whatever services, then I don't know. I don't know how many others do annual. Anyway, we will definitely update in the new year, probably the first podcast of the actual new year, and we'll let you all know if things have changed any. So once you get past our New Year's Eve podcast and the podcast following that, we'll make sure to give you an update. We'll see where we are. Now, as of this recording, there has already been one update, and it didn't address any of the iOS weirdnesses (laughs) that we've been talking about. So that's kind of unfortunate, but that was the first update. Apparently, there were some glitches on release, and people were freaking out, and there was lots of stuff going on there. Hopefully, this will improve, and things will be better. They claim to have a real commitment to accessibility. So we'll see what happens and how things progress and we'll let you guys know as things move forward. And hopefully at some point it'll be accessible enough for us to feel we can give you a brief demo of it as well. So that is Disney Plus and I will link to the iOS and Android apps here or maybe just to the website. I don't know what we'll to figure it out, but I'll definitely link in the show notes for you. So we're almost ready to close out this episode, but a couple things before we go. A little teaser for our New Year's Eve podcast. We have a very small but powerful and practical product that we're going to be demoing for you on the New Year's Eve podcast. And it may bring some nostalgic memories back to many of you. So if you're at all curious, we hope you will join us then. It might make me hungry. It might make you hungry. Uh Yeah, it might make me a little hungry, too. And we wish you a wonderful, fabulous, happy holiday of your choice. And if you celebrate multiple ones, all the better. More happy holidays. And we hope you have a fantastic Christmas, Hanukkah, Yule, Kwanzaa, 
whatever you are celebrating this year and that it is fantastic for you. Before we go, we're going to close out with Michaela, as always, giving our contact info and that. But first, one final reminder for the year from Santa. Happy holidays, Mystic Access listeners. This is Santa sending you warmest greetings from my extremely busy workshop. I'll be climbing down your chimney to stuff your stockings full of Christmas cheer before you can say Kris Kringle. And if you've been especially good, I'd love to bring you some special shiny gifts from Mystic Access to make your holidays extra bright. Before I make my list and check it twice, be sure to check out the Mystic Access shop page to find your favorite treats or something to make those you love very merry. Need ideas? Check out the podcast, listen to samples on mysticaccess.com, or give Chris and Kim a call at 716-543-3323. Merry Christmas, and I expect particularly delicious milk and cookies from you this Christmas Eve. And don't forget the reindeer, they get extra hungry pulling my humongous heavy sleigh around the world. See you soon. Ho, 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 ho. Thank you, Santa. Have a happy holiday season, everybody. Yes, absolutely. Be safe and hope you get to celebrate with your loved ones and just have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your holiday season. Bye now. Bye. The preceding podcast is a presentation of Mystic Access, where the magic is in learning. If you are blind or visually impaired and desire to discover how our comprehensive products and services may support and empower your assistive technology journey, we welcome your visit at www.mysticaccess.com. Have a question or wish to place an order via phone? Call us at 716-543-3323. If you have something to share about this podcast episode, press 4 to reach our Mystic Access podcast comment line. Email us at info at mysticaccess.com. Connect with us on Twitter at twitter.com slash mysticaccess and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash mysticaccessempower. Would you like to spread the word about our podcasts? Your friends and colleagues may listen and subscribe at www.mysticaccesspodcast.com. If you enjoy our episodes, consider leaving us an iTunes rating and review. Your comments are greatly appreciated. Thanks for spreading the word, and thanks for being a listener. We hope you enjoyed this episode.